0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message where every week it is our aim, our goal, our mission to deliver an inspiring, creative, authentic message using the holy scriptures, give you something to believe in yourself even more, give you something to really know that the spirit of God is alive and well inside of you, something to set your soul on fire and something to really help us learn and grow together. That's literally always the motive and the reason behind these messages. Uh, Remember at Shift the Culture, we do follow the model of each one, teach one. We believe in that heavily. We just believe that as we learn, as we go through life and we learn our lessons, that it's our responsibility to share those lessons with others in whatever platform that may be. But just make sure you're sharing what you learn. Um, If you're a first time listener listening to this message, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you checking us out, giving us a chance. I hope you hear something throughout this message that makes you think a little bit, gives you something to share with your friends, meditate on, and that you continue to check in, check out our past episodes, and stay tuned for our future episodes. Like I said, these come out every week. You can subscribe on our website, shapetheculture.org. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast provider. I believe we're on all of them. If you're a continuing listener, thank you so much for continuing to tune in. I can't thank you enough. I really do appreciate it. I'm so glad that we're on this journey together as we continue to learn and grow. And this week, we are going to continue our series titled I Am Human. All right. And so this series has really been focusing on aspects of our human nature that I believe we all share. I believe we all see have some same tendencies, some same situations, some same trials and tribulations that we all go through. The circumstances of those situations and those trials and tribulations may be different, but I think at the core, they're all the same. And so starting off the series, we looked at this urge inside of us that pushes and pulls us towards greatness. I believe inside each human being, the desire to not be nameless and Inside all of us, I think that we all, for whatever reason, want to be great. Be great at our chosen purpose. Be great at our talents and abilities. Be, be great for ourselves and for others. And see, so, we'll, so what we really looked at is that our reason for wanting to be great is what we have to fine tune and really focus on. Because you can't want to be great for the wrong reasons. You can't want to be great for selfish reasons. But I think that once we want to be great for selfless reasons and that we want to be great to promote truth and love and justice and equality and equity, I believe that's really when we become fueled by our purpose. And like the great Muhammad Ali said, we're able to say that I am the greatest and I said that before I even knew I was. And before even others knew who I was and knew that I was great, you're able to have that belief in yourself. And then so last week, we looked at perfect timing. And how perfect timing is really being aligned to God's timing of our plans. Because as humans, that's another natural tendency that we have is to always want everything to be on our own time. Even if that means that we have to rush things or we try to maybe even slow down our process at times. We have to be willing to accept God's timing, be able to move when God says it's time to move and be able to stop when God says it's time to slow down. And so that's something that we really have to be able to pay attention to. And so this week, this message is titled Crashing Out. And so we're going to continue the story of Peter in Luke chapter 22. Last week, we read about Peter, Peter's prediction from Jesus that he was going to actually deny Jesus when Peter was trying to rush his process and told Jesus and himself that he's ready to go to jail and even die for Jesus And so now we're going to look at the aftermath of that when Jesus actually is arrested. And we're going to see what really happens to Peter. So I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter 22, and I'm going to be going from verses 54 to 65. And they read like this. So they arrested him and led him to the high priest's home. Him is Jesus. They just arrested Jesus. And Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, this man was one of Jesus's followers, but Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, you must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted, this must be one of them because he is from Galilee too. But Peter said, man, I don't know what you were talking about. And immediately while he was speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny me three times that that you even know me. And Peter left the courtyard weeping bitterly. The guards in charge of Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and said, prophesize to us. Who hit you that time? And they hurled all sorts of terrible insults at him. Man. So like I said, last week, we read and discussed Jesus's prediction of Peter's betrayal. And I like how in Luke, they revisit that. And because we have to see, we have to be able to compare and contrast how Peter was focused on rushing his process rather than trusting God's timing. And it, and it's true because this shows us that trusting God's timing truly takes effort. And it takes a dedication to understanding that our timing will always be perfect if we let it. And so this week we continued to read from that same story and now we were able to see the aftermath of Peter taking his timing into his own hands. Last week, Peter was ready to die for Jesus and for the cause. This week, Peter denied with curses and oaths that he even knew who Jesus was. By the end of the verses we read, Peter was basically saying, I don't know Jesus, and God can strike me down if I'm lying. But he was lying. He was folding not only on Jesus, but on himself. I wanted to talk about our obsession with timing last week as being part of our human nature because it is directly linked to another aspect of what we tend to do as humans, and that's crashing out. As human beings, we always want to know what's next. We always want to know where we're supposed to go, what we're supposed to do, who we're supposed to be with, and so on. We're constantly trying to figure out the future while analyzing our past and working through our present. This is something I see in myself, my friends, and family, and people from all over. We're just constantly on the move. And I think, Peter, between The two stories from last week and this week shows us how dangerous this this can be for humans because we truly set ourselves up to crash out, to burn out, and ultimately end up in worse situations than than we were to begin with. Let's think about this. Peter was a disciple. He was one of Jesus's chosen ones. He had a purpose and a path. He knew what was in store for him, but because he lacked understanding, clarity, and patience, He chose to put himself on a fast track that he just wasn't ready for. We truly have to be careful about what we ask for. I believe that when Peter told Jesus that he was ready to die and to go to jail for him, that he believed in himself like, yeah, I could do that. But he believed it because he didn't consider it to be a reality that would really come true. And he didn't understand the weight of his words. We have to be careful that we don't let our purpose turn into pride. If we believe in the Spirit of God like we say we do, then we have to believe that we will we will we will receive what we ask for. So when we ask to be great, to be able to complete our purpose, to change the world, to be a leader, to shape the culture, and to do something that nobody has ever done before, we have to prepare ourselves for it to come true. That means being able to endure, whatever comes with the request that we've made. Peter asked to be Jesus's right-hand man. He declared that he was ready to take on the weight of Jesus's purpose alongside with him. So why did he end up denying Jesus three times? I believe that once Peter saw and understood exactly what he he asked for, he decided he would rather survive than endure See, Peter was there when Jesus was betrayed by Judas, arrested by the royal guards. He witnessed the abuse and pain Jesus had to suffer. And then watching Jesus get beat and treated unfairly, he must it must have shocked Peter. He must have been like, oh, snap. And at that moment, he realized that to follow Jesus, he truly would have to go to jail and probably would end up dead. But remember, Jesus never told Peter that it was his time to do that. He never told Peter that he had to follow him. He never told Peter that you have to go on the same path that I have to go on. Those were all Peter's words, and that provides us with another true aspect of our human nature, another truth. We're all responsible for what we speak into the universe and what we promise to ourselves and to others. The commitments we make to ourselves And those around us are serious. Like I said, the weight of our words is true. There will come a time where you will have to prove if you meant what you said and if you say what you mean. The moment when reality hits and sacrifices have to be made is when your character is tested. The power of the tongue is mighty. It's so mighty that I believe it's one of the main reasons we witness ourselves and others crash out. Peter broke himself because he couldn't stand by his own commitments. And he witnessed himself portray everything he believed he stood for. And that's why he wept bitterly. He moved ahead of God's timing. It wasn't prepared for the consequences. The spirit of God doesn't hold grudges, but the spirit of God will hold you accountable. That's another part of conviction. It's the spirit of God holding you to your own truth. As Peter's denial got stronger, so did his conviction. When he finally decided to put it on an oath that he didn't know Jesus, that's when his own spirit was broken. He was crushed. It's our own words that will lead us astray. We can truly be our own worst enemy at times. We have to say what we mean and mean what we say because the power of the tongue is mighty. To avoid crashing out, we must be prepared to hold ourselves accountable to our own truths and stand by what we claim to believe in. But here's the other side of crashing out. And it's interesting to me that even when Jesus gave Peter the prediction of his betrayal, he also gave Peter his next set of instructions. Last week we read that he told Peter, "Your faith will falter. It will become it will start to be get become weak." But On the other side, when you're finished and when you recognize what you've done, come back and strengthen your brothers. As humans, we're bound to crash and burn at some point in our lives. We do get ahead of ourselves. We focus on the wrong things. We work too much. We don't take care of ourselves like we should. That is part of our human struggle. Our life is one long process of learning and growing. But even when we crash out, Redemption is always right around the corner. Jesus knew that Peter's faith would begin to fail, that it would get weak. But like I said, he told Peter when he recovered and he recognized what had happened, that his responsibility was to come back and strengthen his brothers. That is how we recover from crashing out. That is how we find purpose through our mistakes. We have to recognize that we can always come back, raise ourselves up again, try harder and do better you're never too far gone. You're never at a point where all hope is lost. We have to recognize crashing out for what it is and that it's just part of being a human being. It comes with the territory of being alive and being chosen by God. We have to place our hope in the opportunity for us to learn from crashing and burning and not being afraid to start over again. And that's the truth. That's the reality, that there are times in our lives where we will crash and burn Like I said, that opportunity for redemption is never too far away. It's almost like inside of our human spirit, we know what we have to do next the moment that we fail. We know that we have to find a way to try again, to keep going. So I want us to keep that in mind this week as we go through our own trials and tribulations, and even as we go through our triumphs, to know that life is one long process of learning and growing. And even when you begin to burn out or crash out, It's not too late. It's not over. So thank you again for tuning in to Shape the Coach's weekly message. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed this message. I hope you found something inside this message that inspired you, that set your soul on fire a little bit. Make sure you share with a friend so we can all continue to learn and grow together and continue to follow this model of each one, teach one. I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all.